Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli here to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, LMNT, an electrolyte drink mix. Each one of these little packets gives you exactly what you need to keep you as hydrated as all us athletes like to be. If you're like me, you work out a lot, and when you work out a lot, you also sweat a lot. Now, when we sweat, we don't lose just water, of course. We also sweat out salt. We sweat out electrolytes. So each one of these packets contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, giving you everything that you need in order to maintain optimal hydration and nothing that you don't. So to go online, place an order for your sample pack, and to get yourself a bonus free sample pack, you're going to go to this website right here, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. You're going to see this down in the video below, but I'll say it one more time for you, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. Again, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shamans here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space as per usual, joined by my furry co-host ladies over there uh, here to be uh, to help me bring you guys this week's mindset, this week's food for thought. And as we do, it is Halloween week. Full disclosure, I am recording this on Halloween. 
And when we think of Halloween, we think of all sorts of things. We think of costumes, we think of spooky, maybe you think of horror, right? And the big thing that every kid thinks of is trick-or-treating, right? As Kai and Riley are here, that's the thing we've been hearing all about. Where are we going to go? What houses are we going to hit? What blocks are we going to hit? Da-da-da-da-da, right? And, like, I have this whole – I had to map out with them where we're going. They want to know everything in depth. And I remember being a kid and thinking the same way. That's what, what I, you know, really retained from Halloween. Trick, it was all about trick-or-treating. So this week, as we get into our mindset for today's episode, I want to think specifically about that idea of the treat, right? Because as adults, we give ourselves the treats just a little bit less, right? Uh, and we give them to ourselves in differing ways than we used to, right? Think about it. Every child, if left to their own devices, if they were given the choice between eating a nice, healthy meal that's going to do great things for their system and going to help them feel great and everything like that, or sugary garbage that's going to taste good going down and, you know, forget what happens later. It's always going to be the sugary garbage, right? And as we get older, we understand how our bodies work a little bit better, and as such, we are better able to make the right decisions. And then we, we treat treats, ironically, no pun intended, we treat treats more like the treats that they are. We don't treat them like they are the kind of thing that we absolutely have to have every single day or else, right? So the first example that comes to my mind when we think of the, of the idea of, the, of treats is the idea of a cheat meal. Now, cheat meal is a funny thing, right? In the world of nutrition, it is a very funny thing, right? Because it, it's a it's a thing that got popularity. It's an idea that gained popularity from the bodybuilding world, right? If you were a bodybuilder and you were preparing for a show, you would eat grilled chicken and rice, maybe a little bit of broccoli, maybe a little bit of hot sauce on it. Um, but, you know, very little in terms of like variety of your food. You'd have oatmeal and egg whites when you woke up and then five or six meals a day of grilled chicken, brown rice, maybe a little bit of broccoli, maybe a little bit of hot sauce. And you would eat that way for an entire week. And then one day you would have one meal where you ate whatever you wanted. And because you ate so clean the rest of the time is when that extra fat hit your system, you would get like a pump. You would look like you just worked out. Veins would be jumping out of your arms and you'd actually get all this crazy energy from that because of the, the way the fat hit your system. And what's happened is so many people have heard about this and they've heard the term cheat meal, that they feel that if they're on a weight loss journey or so on and so forth, that they should have the cheat meal. I mean, we all look at Dwayne The Rock Johnson on social media and he has his cheat day uh, usually on Sunday and it's epic what he has, you know, like all these pancakes and all these ice cream and all this cookies and cake and all this bologna. But this guy is in the gym at 5 a.m. every day working out for hours and, uh, you know, obviously a very disciplined guy. So when he cheats, he's kind of earned it, right? And the thing is, we, uh, we as a society have kind of gotten to the point where we work a little bit and we expect to be worlds beyond where we work for. And we also expect that we're going to, <clears throat> excuse me, that it's going to be easy to get from where we want to be 
to, to where we're going. We expect a little bit of success very, very quick, or a lot of bit of success with just a little bit of work. And obviously, that's a backwards mindset. It's not the kind of thing that's going to happen. So to go back to this idea of treating yourself with this cheap meal, you know, people will eat reasonably healthy. And when I say reasonably healthy, I'm not talking grilled chicken, brown rice, broccoli for all those meals a day. I'm talking about they're making healthy choices. They're, you know, they're, they're eating like a normal human being who wants to eat healthy, not a bodybuilder preparing for a show, right? And then they will do that for a couple of days and be like, okay, time for a cheat meal. And by eating healthy, it's not like they burned off, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of calories in those couple of days where they ate well. I mean, realistically, we know that healthy body fat loss is between one and two pounds a week. We're very aware that that's how science works. Maybe not everybody, but in the fitness industry, we know that your body's going to react in the beginning very violently to changes in homeostasis. In other words, if you weren't exercising at all and you start to exercise, your body's going to drop a whole bunch of numbers on the scale really quick. The same is true for healthy eating. If you were eating the standard American diet and then you eat healthy, all of a sudden your body's going to, again, drop a whole bunch of numbers on the scale. And we know that that weight loss isn't what we would consider quality weight loss. It's going to be a significant amount of water weight as your body's just kind of panicking and going, whoa, what's going on? But as weight loss levels off, we know one to two pounds of body fat per week, unless you're carrying hundreds of pounds of body fat, is going to be about healthy. It's going to be about right. And if you think about it, a pound of fat is 3,500 calories. So that means over seven days, you need 500 less calories or 1,000 less calories. You need a deficit of 1,000 calories. So if you eat a reasonably healthy meal for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, now maybe you, let's, let's go on the conservative side here. Maybe you've cut 500 calories a day. So you, you now cut 1,500 calories. So now you're going to have your cheat meal and you're going to have pizza and ice cream and all this, and you're going to consume an extra 2,000 calories. And now that 1,500 that you have, now you're at a surplus of 500, really 1,000, right? <laughs> because you didn't burn that, that deficit on that day, right? So now you're at that, you have a surplus of calories. So now it's going to happen. You're going to go to step on a scale a couple of days later, and you're not going to have the weight loss you expect. What the heck? Right? Because you gave yourself too much of a treat for something that you didn't quite earn. And it doesn't mean that in life we don't have the occasions where those things happen, right? It's going to be my birthday on Saturday. Um, and I'm sure that my family, you know, they always take us out for dinner on our birthday. And I'm sure that there's going to be dessert of some kind that does, oh, I'm a healthy person. I eat healthy. I'm not going to have birth. Of course not. Of course I'm going to have dessert on my birthday. I'm a human being like any other. But I'm not going to ruin my whole day or my whole weekend or my whole week because of that one bad meal. Because the thing about cheat meals is that is designed for when you're going to eat like that. Oatmeal, egg whites, six meals a day, absolutely perfect. And you're going to do that without fail. If you go to somebody else's party, you're bringing Ziploc containers of your grilled chicken, brown rice, and broccoli. You're not going to eat anything else. Right? And what we don't realize is as human beings, we're not that person. I'm not that person. I'm sure you aren't that person where you show up to somebody else's party with your grilled chicken, brown rice, and broccoli in your hand. It's just not the way that human beings operate most of the time. Instead, what's going to happen is you're going to show up to somebody's party for their birthday, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for the holiday party, for this, 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 for all the things that are going to happen naturally in life. If you really think about it and you 
go month by month by month by month. You can find two or three occasions, maybe even four, every single month, where just by the nature of life, you're not going to be following your standard routine. It's somebody's birthday, it's Super Bowl Sunday, it's Christmas, it's New Year's, it's your birthday, it's your, your spouse's birthday. There's all these things that are going to be reasons to not do what you normally do. That's okay. That's human, right? But that's the thing. When we start planning a cheat meal into every week, every three days, instead of just letting it happen as it happens normally, we're going to put ourselves in the wrong place. Now, what happens, I think, when we have the right mindset, when we train ourselves the right way, is we start to look at different things as treats. And that's, again, not to say that, oh, like I said, it's, it's going to be my birthday on Saturday. It's going to be a big one, too. But uh, nonetheless, um, that's not to say that on those days, I'm not going to have food that I wouldn't eat every single day of the week, because I'm sure I'm going to. But that doesn't mean, like I said, that we, I'm going to continue that path. I'm going to go right back on the horse like I always do. Right? And I don't look at that necessarily as a treat or whatever, or like, oh, a reward. No, my reward is how I look when I look in the mirror. My reward is how I feel on a daily basis. My reward is the things I'm able to do. Right? And I think that's a little bit of how our mindset changes just a little bit as we start to think about treats a little bit differently as adults, right? You watch an adult who's thinking about their nutrition on Halloween. They're not jumping into the candy bowl. Maybe they take one piece and they like really take it and they savor it and they're slow about it. Whereas kids be like, candy, <laughs> right? Like I, I have vivid memories thinking back to Thanksgiving of last year. Uh, you know, Mrs. Sensei's aunt hosted us and, you know, she's a very active woman. She's in her 60s. She's a professional, very intelligent, very put together. And she's very, you know, like most people, she wants to lead a healthy life because she leads an active life. In her 60s, she's a very active woman. And I remember watching her serve everybody else dessert and then serve herself dessert. Right? She get, she dealt out cake and she gave Mrs. Sensei a big piece and she gave that niece a big piece of cake and that one a big piece of cake. She gave her husband a big piece of cake. Then she cut cake for herself, this tiny little sliver, because right? she was going to savor and enjoy this tiny little sliver of cake. <laughs> it, was a, it was a funny thing to behold. And as I have the memory, it's cracking me up even more. But she looks at the treat really as a treat. Right? And again, like I said, some, as we get older, I think our, our, the way we think about treats change, changes a little bit, right? We look more, I think, at experiences and moments and uh, time well spent as rewards and treats than we do as that little thing that's going to make me love the way it tastes, right? I think those, I think those things, though, of course, we still have the, the you know, firing for those like every human being. I think more importantly, we build beyond that. And we get to the point now where, I don't know, I'm taking the kids trick-or-treating today. I'm taking Kai and Riley trick-or-treating today. And I've been looking forward to it for like three weeks. I'm so excited about it because these moments, these memories, these things that we're going to do today. I remember going trick-or-treating when I was a kid and I'm going to be old <laughs> on Saturday. And I remember trick-or-treating as a kid vividly. And I'm sure they will as well. And I'm sure getting able to build this memory, even if it doesn't mean a lot to them, it's going to mean a lot to me. And I'm sure it'll mean a lot to them too, but I know it'll mean a lot to me. And I know when my family and I go out for my birthday on Saturday, I know that it's going to mean a lot to me. 
I, you know, I have some really, really vivid memories throughout my life of the wonderful things we've done for birthdays, for Christmases, for this kind of stuff. It's funny, um, you know, in my family, the tradition was we get together for, for everybody's birthday, we get together for Christmas and, you know, the same cast of characters for each of those things. But again, it's kind of funny because my, my birthday falling in November, uh, then we have Christmas, then my sister's birthday falls in February. So we'd have three occasions to get together in, very, in a very short time. Then my brother's a little bit later in the year, so we'd get together again, and my parents are intermingled in there as well. But there was a good contingent of reasons for us to get together all the time. Um, and I have very vivid, vivid memories of those. And looking back, um, you know, those are the things now that mean the most. I, I couldn't tell you what my aunt or uncle got me for my birthday when I was 11. I couldn't tell you, but I could tell you they, they were there. And I think that's what matters at the end of the day is that they were there. And those moments matter so much more now. I think now as, as adults, we look at that a, a little bit differently. And I think that's one of the things that, that marks maturity is we look at treats a little bit differently. Right. We, like I said, we start to think about moments and experiences and these type of things, right? Like when the kids, when Kai and Riley's older brother, Nicholas, when he used to come out to visit New York when he was a kid, when he was younger, he's 18 now. When he would come out, we used to, we used to think a lot about doing the coolest, craziest things with him because we wanted him to have, you know, a good time while he was out here. Now he's 18. And the things that I think he remembers most from the trip, because if we talk about it later, the thing that he always goes back to is, you know, when you and I were on that walk with the dogs and we talked about blah, those are the things that mean more to him now. Sure, we went to Comic-Con while he was here, but I think he's going to retain the conversation that he and I had on the walk from Comic-Con to the car more than he's going to retain standing on the line to get a Funko Pop uh, at, at Comic-Con. I think that's going to mean more to him. And what I want, the, the, what I'm bringing up here and what I want us to think about is how as adults we can kind of reframe our brain a little bit and start to look at different things as rewarding right like a juvenile way of thinking is having the newest coolest whatever and that's not to say that if you can afford it that you don't get the newest coolest whatever right like kai's got it in his head right now he wants his pair of sneakers oh he wants his pair of sneakers oh how much is it 250 bucks we're like, whoa, man, you're gonna have to do your chores for quite a while before you can afford that. Well, can't you just, you know, get them for me and then I'll, you know, just, I won't get an allowance for this amount of time until I, until I uh, pay them off. I'm like, mm, no, nope, <laughs> you know? Um, and it was funny because Nicholas, their older brother, was very much like that when he first got a cell phone. He always had to have the newest, coolest. And he would try to use every up upgrade available on the family plan. So he always had the newest, coolest. And, you know, it's funny, I think as we age a little bit, now the kind of things that bring me comfort, that bring me uh, feelings of success are not just, you know, like, oh, look, my school's doing great, or oh, look at my car, or oh, look at my cell phone. I don't know, I, I, I like to think about, you know, like the amazing experiences me and my family can do together. You know, like I like to be able to get away, like when we took the kids up to Lake George for, uh, for Labor Day weekend. And those, those moments up at that campsite with friends of ours, yeah, it costs money, yeah, but that moment, way more valuable, way more valuable, you know? And sure, could I have taken that money and bought, you know, newest, coolest cell phone or a cooler car? Sure. But 
would it have brought me the joy that those moments did? Would it have filled me with as many good memories as that? I don't think so. I don't think so. And it's funny because it's not just those super significant moments that have the great, great value. It's the, the little moments too, right? And it's, it's the kind of moments that um, really at the end of the day, they don't cost much of anything. And they're the real treats in our, in our day and our week. They're the things we go back and we think about when we think back over our week. It's the, those little, little moments um, and the little experiences, you know, like I said, um, it, it's, it was more when Nicholas was a kid, taking him here and doing cool things, um, you know, and now that he's 18, our cool things are me, him and Kyle go to the barbershop together. And yeah, did it cost me money to take him to the barbershop? Sure. But it's not like it was like, oh, we went to the coolest, trendiest, bar. no, we went to the barbershop that I always go to. We all got a haircut together and we had a moment. We were all like guys together. And that moment was cool. That moment was really cool. And it continued to be cool. And, you know, and he asked, he talked to me about some things that are going on in his life that he was having. You know, he wanted some advice upon, as every kid does with someone who's in a mentor position with them. And I was able to give him some advice. And I think, again, those moments worth so much more than Comic-Con, even though the Comic-Con tickets cost way more than any of those moments did. Um, so as we're going through this week, remember to take your treats, not just out of the candy bowl, because let's be honest, every human being alive goes to buy, they go to the store to buy candy for trick-or-treaters, and we all buy way too much. Every year, Mrs. Sensei buys this insane amount of candy, and we get like eight trick-or-treaters, 10 trick-or-treaters. I'm like, why did we buy this much candy, right? But every, so then we all have it hanging around our house for the next little while. So as this week goes by, remember that your treats don't just live in that bowl that that candy was in. Yeah, that's a certain kind of treat. But the real treats are in the moments that you spent with your kids, putting their costume on or whatever, trick-or-treating with them. Those are, those are your real treats, right? The moment where, where you, know, you and your spouse are taking pictures of them. The moment when you, you and your spouse are putting the, the kids to bed and, and you know, thinking back over the day. You know, the little time where, where you get away. And then don't forget to value your, your self-care time as a treat as well. Right? And it's something we all have to remind ourselves as well, that being able to work out, being able to go train in your martial arts, being able to eat healthy, being able to do recovery things like ice baths, sauna, massage. Let's be honest, massage, sauna, those things feel great. And they are a treat in that way. But not everybody gets to do all those things. Right? Not everybody gets those things. And to, to look at that, those recovery things as the treat that they are, that's a that's another big mindset to realize what a treat it is to be able to take care of yourself at such a great and high level. So this week, as you're going over your week, as you're thinking about your moments, as you're thinking about trick or treats, think about the moments that were the treats. Think about the moments that you can create. They're going to be tomorrow's treats. Think a little less about that candy bowl. Think a little bit more about creating the moments and savoring the moments where you took care of yourself, where you made a memory with your kids, where you did something significant or had a great conversation with your spouse, where you overall made your family, your life just a little bit better, right? where you did something that you'll all remember. 
for the next little while. So that's all I have for you guys this week. I know it'll be a day late when this drops, but I hope you guys had a happy Halloween. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at sensei underscore leonelli. <clears throat> you can find everyone on the, on the internet at my link tree, linktr.ee slash senseileonelli, S-E-N-S-E-I-L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. Um, you can find my school online, tskSmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash tigershulmansmithtown. Twitter and Instagram, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. <coughs> you can find us, <coughs> excuse me, find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Make sure that you guys rate and review, just helps. Subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday, whether you're subscribing on YouTube or anywhere else. Make sure that you guys rate and review, it just helps. Most important thing, thing I ask you for every week is to make sure that you guys share the podcast. The greatest form of advertising, the only form of advertising that I have is for you guys, you guys spreading the word. I very much appreciate it when I see you guys sharing the podcast in your Instagram story or something like that. It means a ton to me, so thank you so much. Other than that, my friends, make sure you visit my link tree. Find everyone on the internet, everything about Flex Fights. We've got another card coming up right around the corner. Make sure you visit our sponsors that are available there as well. Sponsorship opportunities are available. Make sure you reach out. Other than that, my friends, until next time. Invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.